Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 8, Hasidic Meditation. Differing from most systems of meditation where the person is encouraged to empty their mind, tuning out of their regular state of awareness, Hasidus is all about making godliness become your awareness. By focusing on the topic at hand and tuning out from the street noise, one is to seek to fill the mind with comprehension of godliness. Considering that Hasidic meditation is targeted at integrating godly wisdom into the psyche by using the intellectual elements of the mind, the prerequisite for meditation is having a clear understanding of any particular idea. As emphasized, one must probe probe into understanding the ideas rather than just enjoying the intellectual stimulation to gain such standing. Now one is ready to ponder deeply into the subject at hand, thinking about the details, noticing its complexity, appreciating its richness, and learning from its transformational wisdom. But what is Hasidus? Is it wisdom? Is it inspiration? Or is it godliness? This leads us to three distinct forms of his boniness or meditation. Number one, meditation during study. In this initial step, the student seeks to gain a clear appreciation of the full scope of the idea, make it real and bring it to life. By thinking through all the details, questions, answers, clarifications and explanations, one realizes the profundity of the concept that was studied and understood until the subject radiates within. Number two, meditation before prayer. This stage of meditation is directed towards going beyond the intellectualism of the concept that was learned. The context of preparation to stand in prayer before God influences the meditation's goal. There is the realization that despite God's awesome greatness, he cares that we should come before him in prayer. This endearing thought draws the person to reflect upon a more personal, emotional appreciation of the idea's impact. One goes through the details of the idea, but thinks beyond intellectual discussions. Now, it is the message that matters. One senses the invigoration which the idea infuses into life and feels its relevance. Number three, meditation during prayer. Beyond learning about godliness, Hasidus allows the soul's sense of godliness to be experienced within the human mind. During prayer, when the Jew stands in attachment to God, Hasidus can cause this third and ultimate stage of hisponinus. The same idea that was studied and appreciated for its clarity and inspiration can be realized as godly with a deep sense of attachment and conviction. One isn't just inspired, they're committed.
The idea is more than motivational, it becomes one with who the person truly is. As one might assume, there are many gradations of this experience, but the more one invests in this process and its corresponding preparation and lifestyle, the more davening becomes a transformational and solidifying experience. This virtue of prayer is echoed in the following teaching. In Torah study, the person is devoted to the subject that they wish to understand and come to understand. In davening, the devotion is directed to that which surpasses understanding. In learning Torah, the Jew feels like a student with their teacher. In davening, like a child with their father. The importance of Hasidic prayer. In this light, true appreciation of Hasidus can only be accomplished by reflecting on its teachings in the context of prayer. Therefore, it follows that investment in davening according to the instructions of Hasidus is integral to one's efforts to internalize Hasidus in daily life. It is said, the beginning of one's decline, God save us, is the lack of avoida in davening. Everything becomes dry and cold, and even a mitzvah performed out of habit becomes burdensome. Everything's rushed, one loses the sense of pleasure in Torah study, and the atmosphere itself becomes crass. Needless to say, in such a state, one is totally incapable of influencing others. How one starts the day is crucial. Learning Hasidus is an essential preliminary to praying. By attuning oneself to internalizing its teachings, one prepares to reflect on these messages during prayer. Then, within prayer, in addition to reflecting on the plain meaning of the words, one can dwell on a message of Hasidus that one has learned and apply that concept within oneself. By finding personal relevance and application, one resolves to do better in a particular area, thus refining their character. Prayer becomes a time of reconnection and attachment, and in this manner, one finishes the prayer with a yearning to be attached to God the entire day. This yearning should immediately be quenched by learning some Torah after prayer, and thereafter conducting one's daily business permeated with the knowledge of God in all of one's ways. Engaging one's inner animal. As will be covered extensively in a future volume, prayer is the most integral element of daily divine service. Meticulously structured to arouse the soul and bring the person to attachment to God, Prayer has three primary goals. Number one, on a basic level, prayer is to request one's needs from God. One recognizes that every element of life is directed by God and only He has jurisdiction over our circumstances. Number two, the inner meaning of the prayers is understood from the Hebrew word for prayer being tefillah, also translated as Attachment. In this sense, 
the prayers represent a process of rejuvenation and attachment of the godly soul to God. Number three, our sages teach us that the prayers take the place of the animal sacrifices offered in the temple. On a personal level, this means that besides reaffirming its connection with God, the godly soul is also actively refining the animalistic soul. It is within prayer that a person can initiate an inner conversation to try and elevate the animalistic soul and refine its negative character traits. While these three dimensions and their interrelated themes and processes will be discussed in a future volume, in the context of our conversation, it is important to highlight the importance of proper investment in prayer for the purpose of engaging the Nefeshah Bahamis in the service of God. Importantly, the Hebrew word korban, usually translated as offering or sacrifice, also means to draw near. Therefore, this theme of prayer is to draw the inner animal, the animalistic soul, and its excited personality to involvement in divine service. Metaphorically, the animal's blood must be brought to the Mizbeach and its fats are to be offered to God. This means that one's passions and pleasures are meant to be realigned. They are to be extracted from the mundane pursuits which define the Nefesh Bahamis while finding ways to incorporate these energies and talents to better serve God. From the above, we can understand that in the world of Hasidus Chabad, prayer takes on significant meaning. This is the time when, after learning Hasidus, a Chassid internalizes what they had just learned. Focusing on being in God's presence, the words of the Siddur become alive and relevant. The appropriate meditation and contemplation, both before prayer and in intervals throughout, bring these messages to heart. In this context, our godly mission seems both relevant and achievable, and even the Nefesh Bahamis becomes ready to pitch in. A primary element of Avedis Hatfila, the Hasidic toil in prayer, is its relevance. This is not an escape to another realm, but a place of clarity from which to structure one's day. It is a time to evaluate priorities, using these holy moments of transcendence to set the tone for the hours to come. The purpose of the davening is the after-davening.